What's it like to play the Nintendo Entertainment System? What's it like to record episode 543 of Nintendo Switchcraft? Well, I don't know because I'm just trying it right now. But if you did not know, on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, we're going to talk about Pokemon news, Lego Mario, Jump Rope Challenge, those stories and more. Let's get started. Nintendo Switchcraft is brought to you live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can tune in over at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons. Uh, find out more about that at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Let's get started. Um, actually, I, I, I'm going to bury the lead. The big news today is the Pokemon news, but I'm not going to talk about that at the very, very beginning. And the reason why I'm not going to talk about that at the very beginning is because if I do, I'll talk about that and then I'll forget to talk about this. And that is that you can now download, uh, you can like pre-download uh, Ninjala on your Nintendo Switch. That game does not come out until June 24th, so we're getting it a few days early, but it is now available for you to download. Uh, I was putting the show notes together and uh, so somebody in chat was like, hey, you can download it right now. So I went to Nintendo.com. Sure enough, there was a download button there. I clicked it, and I'm sure that it's downloading in the background on my Nintendo Switch right now. If you don't remember what Ninjala is, it's this weird, it's this weird game. It looks a lot like Splatoon with the the art style, and uh, you are ninjas with weapons that are made out of bubble gum. And it's a free-to-play game that also has a battle pass system that's very, very similar to Fortnite. Uh, anyway, it's a free game, so I'm definitely going to be checking it out. Uh, June 24th is when it comes out, but you can start downloading it right now and have it all installed uh, on day one, and then you don't have to worry about it. So today there was a lot of really big... Uh, Pokemon news and some Pokemon news that was very surprising and I would dare say very exciting to a lot of people and I promise I'm going to get to that in a moment. But first I want to talk about the DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield which is now out today and I just want to start with a warning to everybody to please make sure that you pay attention or if your if kids also play Pokemon, make sure that they pay attention to which version of Pokemon that they have, because the DLCs are different versions. Now, I'm not really sure. Well, actually, no, I know exactly why they did it this way. They did it so that they could sell you both DLCs um, separately. Uh, but if I like, I think a better, a more pro consumer way of doing things would be to have one DLC that works with both games. However, that would cost Nintendo a whole bunch of money because they know that there's a lot of people out there that go out and they buy both games. And then, of course, if they buy both games, then they are super fans. And if they're super fans, then they're probably going to buy both DLCs. Well, if you are not one of those super fans and you only have one of the two games and you buy the wrong DLC, apparently Nintendo has said that they will not be refunding you for making that mistake. This comes to us from videogamer.com. 
Uh, basically, it says Nintendo has announced that it won't be issuing refunds to those who purchased the incorrect DLC for their for their copy of Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield, and they are basically re-reporting on a story from Nintendo Soup. I think that that's pretty lame. I, look, I understand that maybe you don't want to do a refund, but just exchange the license. Say, all right, uh, give us back the 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 DLC. And then you can buy the other DLC or we'll just say, we'll just switch your license over. And I, you know, I'm not a software engineer. I don't know how difficult that is, but I think that if somebody made a mistake, then you should give them the ability to exchange it for the thing that they actually want rather than saying, well, thank you for your $30. Now you're screwed. Um, Filthy 79 in chat is giving the best advice here. He says, best bet is to use the link from the game menu. So actually open up the game, start the game up. In the game menu, there's going to be a spot where you can say, I want the DLC, and then it will take you to the correct thing in the eShop. But be careful that you don't do the wrong one. Okay? So there's my advice to you. Let's talk about all of the other Pokemon news today. Tunnel Runner from CBS Electronics, where the excitement never ends. I'm not trapped. I'm not trapped. So yesterday, we got an announcement that there was going to be a Pokemon, a series of Pokemon announcements today. There was a video, kind of like a Pokemon Direct, although it came from Pokemon, not Nintendo, so it wasn't a Direct, or they didn't call it a Direct, or maybe they did call it a Direct, and I can't remember. It's beside the point. It doesn't matter. We got to see a bunch of announcements today. It's funny. I was working most of the morning, so I missed uh, most of the announcements uh, live. And then I went back and uh, later, and I already knew like some of the stuff that was happening because Twitter was uh, alive with the sound of uh, snapping. And people were very, very excited. And so I turned on the video to watch it and see what exactly was going on and uh, Nintendo, or I'm sorry, the Pokemon company opens up with this really, really strange video of a little kid brushing their teeth while looking at a cell phone. And so what? what is this? Well, it's called Pokemon Smile. It's available today on iOS and Android. And basically, it is an app that uses facial recognition um, which might make people nervous, but it, you know, it doesn't, I'm sure it's not uploading stuff, but it takes facial recognition and puts filters on a video the same way that we'll say, uh, in Instagram or Snapchat or one of those other social networks that I don't understand how they work, uh, does things to your picture, like makes your eyes get really big or puts a halo around your head. Well, this one will make you look like a Pokemon or or it'll put Pikachu on your shoulder and you can brush your teeth along with your favorite Pokemon. And, you know, I remember when I was a kid, uh, they, they had all of these different, since the invention of the toothbrush, it has been a parent's nightmare to try and get their kids to brush their teeth for the appropriate amount of time. I remember when I was a kid, we had these weird, and if you're old like me, then you probably remember these, but we had these weird little red tablets that you could chew afterwards, and then you could rinse your mouth out, and 
if you didn't do a good enough job brushing your teeth, then the red stuff would stick to the parts that you had missed. And if you smiled and looked in the mirror, you'd be like, oh, okay, look at what a horrible job I've done. Now, TV's Travis, who clearly is old like me, is saying, yes, I remember those. Um, then, of course, they had uh, toothbrushes. My, my mom actually bought us toothbrushes and for Christmas. And I know you're... <laughs> You're hearing me say that, and you're like, um, your mom gives horrible gifts. No, she doesn't. She gives great gifts, uh, but she also gave us these toothbrushes. And these are toothbrushes that, you know, they're electric toothbrushes. You turn them on, and you use them until they shut off. They shut off after two minutes or how, however long you're supposed to brush your teeth for. They're awesome, by the way. They're really, really good. Um I remember seeing uh, when when the app store first came out, seeing a whole bunch of apps to try and help kids brush their teeth. I remember seeing uh, toothbrushes, I don't know, when my daughter was real young, that you would hit a button and it would play a song, and the kid would brush their teeth, and it would continue to play the song for the approximate amount of time, and then it would uh, run out and then the kid would know, okay, I brushed my teeth for the right amount of time. So I think that this is really, really cool. Uh, this little facial recognition thing. I, I anticipate that you that, that Apple and Samsung and Google and OnePlus and all of the cell phone makers are very, very happy about this because nothing goes together better than children and water and cell phones. Nothing goes together better. Uh, so I imagine that all of the cell phone manufacturers are probably really, really happy about this idea, but I think it's I think it's kind of cool. And if I had kids that were that age that I struggled to get them to brush their teeth, uh, then I might say, all right, let's let's try this. Uh, I think it's I think it's very neat. All right, I talked about that for long enough. This is not what you came here for. You came here to talk about Pokemon Snap, right? Well, before we do, let's listen to this. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show! Okay, I know, we're almost 10 minutes in, probably more than 10 minutes in now, and I have yet to talk about Pokemon Snap. Most of you are like, what the hell is wrong with you, Bill? What is taking so long? All right, let's talk about Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap is a game that came out back on the Nintendo 64. Now, I have a confession to make. When Pokemon first came out, I was of an age that thought that Pokemon was for kids. And so I looked at it and said, I'm too cool for this. And I never played Pokemon until I think it was Pokemon. Yeah, it was Pokemon X was the first Pokemon game that I ever played. My buddy uh, told me how uh, what a great RPG it was. He was right. I was wrong. It is not for kids. It's a really, really good game. And so the first Pokemon game that I played was uh, not that long ago. And I, I do like the Pokemon games, but I missed out on Pokemon Snap. I remember seeing it. Um, I think I remember seeing it like in Blockbusters or something, like on the on like the demo units. Like you could go in and they always had demo units back in the day. I, well, I, I suppose they still do. Uh, but I remember seeing it on demo units and I would, you know, grab the controller and check it out a little bit. And I'd be like, I don't get it. I don't get what's so exciting about this. But ever since Nintendo started 
um, the, or brought up, brought about the Nintendo Switch, people have been asking for another Pokemon Snap uh, from the Pokemon Company, and uh, Nintendo and the Pokemon Company are doing just that. Uh, they tweeted this out earlier today. Of course, this is part of the video. They said, grab your camera and get ready for new Pokemon Snap. Notice they didn't call it Pokemon Snap 2. They didn't call it a remake of Pokemon Snap. They're calling it new Pokemon Snap. What does that mean? I don't know. Nobody knows. Here's what it says. Visit unknown islands overflowing with natural beauty and Pokemon in their natural habitats. Discover new Pokemon expressions and behaviors while building your Pokedex on the Nintendo Switch. And they, of course, have some screenshots. And there's some some video that we got to see as well. Uh, what the, the thing that, I rem- that, that jumps out at me when I watch this video is that you are in like, um, you're in like a little vehicle and that vehicle follows a uh, track almost. And in the original game, I believe that you, your, your vehicle followed the track and your job in Pokemon snap is to use the camera to look around and take pictures of the Pokemon, which is really cool. Um, I, don't know how fun this is going to be for an extended period of time, but there's enough people excited because they loved Pokemon Snap that I will probably give this a shot. I think it sounds cool. Um, the The thing that that the that I noticed when watching this is that the tracks that your cart follows are virtual tracks, like it's like a little blue line like a GPS line almost that your car is following kind of like um, Jurassic park where your cars are on tracks, except they can go wherever. And so my, my guess is that we'll probably be able to go through the same levels multiple times um, going different directions and seeing different things. And I think that that's pretty cool. I don't know how, the game works like you're supposed to get a picture of we'll say Pikachu and you got to get him in focus and you got to get like a good photograph but like is there a score or something is there a reason for me to go back and try it again um I I, I really don't know much about Pokemon Snap but I'm very interested in seeing what this game is like now my First thought, well, okay, it's probably not my first thought, but one of my first 10 thoughts about this is that this is a game that is ripe for VR Labo. We already have VR Labo where you hold the you hold the 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 thing up to your face and you can look around and stuff. This is the kind of game that would play perfectly in VR Labo. So I completely expect that we'll probably end up actually isn't there already a labo camera kit let me look and yes i was right there is in fact a toycon camera uh that goes with the vr labo set so this is perfect for like this is if this game does not have um toycon functionality built in I will be incredibly surprised. This is a 99% sure that it has to because it makes perfect sense. Uh, it's going to sell Nintendo Labo camera kits 
it's going to be a better experience. Although I personally am not really a fan of VR on Nintendo Labo. And the reason why is because you're dealing with a incredibly low resolution screen for, for one. Uh, and then on top of that low resolution screen, you put these two lenses, which make the pixels, which are already huge, even bigger. And it just looks really, really bad. It works and it works well, but it looks kind of like garbage. So I think it's a no brainer for them to make sure that this is compatible with the Toy-Con camera. But I personally wouldn't really want to play it that way. Um, Filthy79 in chat is saying it's the screen door effect. Yeah, it's it feels like you're looking through a screen door at the world because the uh, pixels are just so big. And then they're also uh, with a magnifier there as well. So I think that this is really cool. I fully anticipate we will get camera kit uh, compatibility. Say that five times fast. Uh, but that's not all of the Pokemon news today. Sega. Hot hits today. Hot hits on the way. Plug in to today's hottest arcade hit. Did you think that we were done with Pokemon news? Of course you didn't, because you know what's up. We've got more Pokemon news. Uh, there's a new game coming to mobile and the Nintendo Switch. It is called Pokemon Cafe Mix. They say you are the owner of a new cafe, and all your customers are Pokemon. In Pokemon Cafe Mix, you'll work alongside Pokemon, completing puzzles to prepare menu items, build friendships, upgrade your cafe, and more. Pokemon Cafe Mix releases soon on Nintendo Switch. It's also coming to Android and iOS. I am not interested in this even a little because it's a mobile game and most mobile games are filled with a bunch of mobile trappings uh, where, you know, their monetization model. It is a free-to-start game. Uh, what I will say is that the gameplay actually looks pretty fun uh, from what I've seen where you've got like these uh, bunch of different icons that you have to move around. I don't know much about the per the particular game yet because I haven't tried it yet. Once I will probably try it just so I can say, hey, look, I tried it and I was right. I don't like it. But what it looks like you have to do is connect all of a certain color together. Uh, what Nintendo has to say about it is in this unique uh, puzzler, you'll link Pokemon icons to complete different objectives. Ingredients for cafe menu items will need to be cleared, so you'll need help from your Pokemon uh, and their cafe skills to complete puzzles, build friendships, and add new Pokemon to your staff. Uh, cafe skills are key to completing puzzles in Pokemon Cafe Mix, such as Charmander's ability to clear Pokemon icons and the gimmicks in a certain area. Be sure to try every every Pokemon's cafe skill. What does that mean? It means, and I'm guessing, because I don't know what the monetization model is, but I'm guessing that uh, you get new Pokemon or you recruit new Pokemon through a gotcha system where you probably pay real-world money or fake money, and then you use that fake money to get a Pokemon, and uh, you don't know what Pokemon you're going to get. Maybe it's a random Pokemon, and then, um, you know, maybe it's a Pokemon you already have, in which case it makes the one that you already have a little stronger, but it wasn't the one that you want, so that you pay more. Very similar to Fire Emblem Heroes. 
would not surprise me at all. That being said, I don't know that because I haven't played the game yet. I will do it. I will try it out as soon as I can. Um, it says here, Filthy79 in chat says, you can see what looks like power-ups on the right in that last screen. Probably a lot like Candy Crush. I will make a, con- a confession. I've never played Candy Crush. It is not a type of game that appeals to me. So I'm not the person to talk to about this. Speaking of things that I am not the person to talk to about, Pokemon Go got a bunch of updates. I'm not going to go over those. I don't play that game anymore. I think it's a great game, but I can never play the game with any consistency because we have winter where I live, and winters where I live are really, really long. Um, So most of the year, going outside and playing Pokemon Go is not a fun experience. It's great in the summertime. The rest of the year, it is not a fun experience. So Pokemon Go, when it first came out, I I was a huge fan of it. Uh, If you want to know more about Pokemon Go and all of the stuff that's coming, a friend of mine does the Pokemon Go podcast. Uh, That's Charles McFall. Make sure that you uh, check out his show. And if you go to... um, um, gstu.net. That's gstu.net. It will take you to his podcast where he talks all about Pokemon Go all the time. And I'm sure that they are going to dive in on this uh, pretty deep. Okay. Uh, one last thing for Pokemon to talk about. Okie dokie. The last thing to mention today is that we're going to find out some more Pokemon news on June 24th. We don't know what it is. Uh, Pokemon tweeted this out today. They said, we know it's a lot to take in, trainers, but there's still more to come. Keep your eyes for more Pokemon news coming on June 24th. And there's, there's of course, tons of, of speculation out there about what it could be. Um, a lot of people are speculating because there was, there was a whole bunch of Pokemon behind... Um, the main presenter whose name escapes me right now, there was a whole bunch of Pokemon from a certain generation of Pokemon behind him, and I believe it's gold and silver. And so people are looking at all of that stuff on the shelf behind him, and they're saying, perhaps we will be seeing Pokemon Gold Go and Pokemon Silver Go, which makes a lot of sense. We also already know... That there, I believe that this is widely known, or maybe I'm just remembering wrong, uh, but we already know that there is another Detective Pikachu game being worked on at this time, and so it would make sense for us to hear about that as well, especially as Detective Pikachu was very, very popular. So maybe it's neither of those things, maybe it's both of those things, maybe it's one or the other. Uh, I'm curious, what would you prefer it to be would you prefer it be a new detective pikachu game or would you prefer it to be pokemon um gold go or or, i'm sorry pokemon let's go gold or pokemon let's go silver uh let me know what you think on twitter i'm going to tweet a tweet that question out on uh on on twitter i'm at run jump stomp and on saturday i will uh, look at all of your replies super mario 
One, two, and three. There's power in numbers. Nintendo, now you're playing with power. Each game sold separately. All right. Oh, my goodness. There was a lot of Pokemon news. Let's talk about Mario Lego. I promise I'm not going to talk about this for very long. Um, I, Justine, did a video where she went through all of, maybe not all of the sets, but the starter set and a bunch of expansion sets, uh, and she basically showed how it worked, and it works really cool. It's very, very impressive. If I had kids that were younger, I would say that this is a really good way to help them build... um, uh, um, the high, and high eye hand coordination. Uh, I think that that's really, really cool. I don't see myself using these even a little, and I don't want all of this plastic crap in my house. So it's not for me, but that's okay. It doesn't have to be for me. Um, but, uh, I think that, uh, she made it look really, really cool. Now I want to talk about a problem that I have with, uh, these Super Mario Lego stuff. And this comes from Chris uh, Chris Scullion. I don't know how to say his name. And for that, I apologize, Chris, if I'm saying your name wrong. Uh, he got a press kit that has a whole bunch of really, really high-quality pictures that Nintendo uh, is uh, you know gave him to tweet out so that people could see them. They were super high-resolution. And it, what he did is he made them a little bit smaller so that they didn't take up quite so much room. But I read through his, or I was scrolling through the thread and looking at all of the cool stuff. And uh, if you want to follow him, he's at Scully1888 on Twitter. Uh, he did a very, uh, the, the, the very last tweet in the, the well, not the last three tweet in the thread, but the last picture that he posted is that they have these 10 separate character packs, which are $5 a piece, and these are blind bags. And if you don't know what a blind bag is, basically the way that it works is you go to the store, there's a sealed bag with an unknown character in it. You spend $5 on it. You open it up. Maybe it's the one that you don't have. Maybe it's the one that you do have. Very much like baseball cards. And, you know, when I was a kid, I never thought of baseball cards as gambling but that's absolutely what it is and you are welcome to disagree with me if you want but the way i define gambling is trading something of monetary value in this case actual money for something that you want but you don't know if that's what you're going to get and that's that's what i think of when i say gambling so baseball cards, when I was a kid, even though I collected them, which I'm sure that most of the people who listen to this are like, you collected baseball cards, Bill? Yes, I did. I used to really be into sports when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, I collected baseball cards. And I remember my friends and I would save up our money and we, were, we would ride our bikes down to the local uh, shop and we would throw some money at the guy and he would give us a pack of baseball cards and then we would head on outside and we would sit on the stoop outside of the uh, store. We'd open them up. We'd chew the bubble gum that came in them. And then we would, we would look at what we got and we would trade. And then 
you know, if we weren't sure if I think I have this guy already, we would hop on our bikes and we would ride back to our houses. We would look in the shoe boxes that we had that was filled with uh, baseball cards and we would, you know, we would trade things back and forth. And we thought that, that, you know, it was a really fun thing. And it was, it was a fun thing. And did it turn me into a compulsive gambler? No, it didn't. So why is it that this bothers me? I don't know. I don't know why this bothers me, but it does. Because it's just like the baseball cards that I played with when I was a kid. It's no different than that, except there's only 10 of them. Um, so, and it's actually a toy. Like You get to play with it instead of just look at it and be like, oh, look at that. He hit the ball four times or whatever it was. Um, you know, His batting average is this. Uh, so I don't know why this bothers me, but it does. And I'm, I'm not sure how I feel. Uh, what do you guys think? Dragon 2, the revenge for your Nintendo Entertainment System. I try not to let the show get too long, so for that, I apologize. I've got two quick things to talk about. Uh, the first is Kingdom Hearts. A lot of people were very excited that Kingdom Hearts was coming to Nintendo Switch. It is not the Kingdom Hearts that you were thinking it is. It is Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Now... If you don't know what that is, it is basically Guitar Hero Kingdom Hearts. Without a guitar, instead you've got buttons to press. And if you've ever played Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, then you kind of understand what this game is. It's a it's a um, it's a rhythm game featuring music from Kingdom Hearts, which is totally fine. Like I do not have a problem, even a little, with them making this. Um, I think that there are going to be a lot of people who are super excited for this. People love the music in these games. I'm not interested in this, even though I really, really, really liked Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. I thought that that was really cool. Um, this it basically you're, looks like an endless runner in presentation, uh, and you've got three characters running down a path. In this case, they're showing... Uh, looks like Hercules and Donald Duck and Goofy and Sora. I think it's Sora. I haven't played Kingdom Hearts, so I don't know. Um, and you just have to manipulate them in order to hit the beats at the right time. I think that that's cool. I think there's going to be a whole bunch of people who are very, very excited for this. I'm not one of them, but if you're excited for it, then I'm very happy for you. In addition to that, Nintendo also tweeted this out uh, the other day. Uh, while they were, you know, stuck in quarantine at home, they made a free little simple game, uh, where you can hold a pair of Joy-Con controllers in your hand and do jump ropes to try and get a higher score than the day before. So, you know, you, you do 26 of them today, uh, tomorrow, hopefully you can hit 27 in a row and the next day, maybe you can hit a hundred in a row. I know I kind of jumped up really quickly there. Uh, but whatever it is, I think that it's cool that they're doing this. Uh, here's what Nintendo actually had to say about it. They said this simple game was created by a few Nintendo developers while working from home in Japan to add quick and fun physical movement to their daily life give it a try and get moving at home. Now, I remember when this came up that it was free until September. I remember seeing something like that, but uh, I bet you you'll have to pay for it after that. But there, I, I, 
it right now it doesn't say free until September, but I remember reading that yesterday, and I'm not 100% sure if I imagine that or not. Um, Super Nintendo says if you're in an apartment, you can just do squats, and that's that's also true. I record this up on my second floor of my house, so that's one of the reasons I really don't like my Nintendo Switch is up here. And my ceilings are really low downstairs. I tend not to do the Ring Fit Adventure because of that. This, however, I could do downstairs and I don't have to raise my arms up and bump into the ceiling fan that's above me in my living room. So this is kind of cool. I think that it's rad and uh, good on Nintendo for trying to help everybody get healthier. All right. Uh, last thing before we get out of here is that there is a rumor that Apex Legends is coming to Nintendo Switch. I know that there's a lot of people who would love to play this game on Nintendo Switch. It is my favorite Battle Royale. That's all I'll say about it for now. Hopefully, this turns out to be true because I know that there's a lot of people who don't have access to Apex Legends um, because they don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox or a high-end PC. And so getting this ported to Switch is going to give uh, a lot of people who otherwise don't get a chance to play this game a chance to play this game. And I think that that's good because it's a really, really good game. Before we get out of here, I want to take a moment and thank the producers of this show. Those are the people who are on the Patreon at the $10 level or higher. So right now that's Abigail 13. Thank you for the support. You are awesome. As well as thank you to everybody else who is a supporter on the Patreon. Uh, if you want to check that out and you know help me make content like this, join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. If you haven't joined our dis, uh, the Discord community yet, there's like 1,200 people in there. Get in there as quick as you can and have an awesome conversation about video games with, with awesome people who like the stuff that you do. runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Uh, you can watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Uh, I think that's everything. The music you're about to hear is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Uh, they make really, really great music, and uh, they let me use it for the show, so thanks to them. I'm out of here, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye. This show is part of the Giant Size Team-Up Network. For more information, check out the other shows at gstu.net.